Sherlock Holmes. Watson. And Watson. But I kind of want to go with Enola Holmes, the little sister. I feel like it should be like Sherlock and Enola. And you'd be Enola. But what's Watson? Like, Watson's his last name, but what's his first name? Does he have a first name? You don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) Not off the top of my head. Um, she... John. How did... Really? That's what it says. How do you get Sherlock Holmes and then John? So, yeah. It's been... Been a while. I don't even... Don't ask me. Time ceases to exist for me now. Right. It's Corona time. It's good. Yeah, that's the only time we know. It's Corona time. It's Corona time. Not the good stuff. Today's Corona time is sponsored by Angry Orchard for Sherlock. And then for me, Watson, I have... No, you're Enola. You called me Watson. Well, you said Watson. I was like, yeah, you could be Watson, but I kind of would choose Enola. How, how would I guess that you were thinking Enola when it's always like Sherlock because Holmes and Watson? Because the show Watts. just came Watson. out and it was so good. Did you watch it? I did watch it and I said that earlier when I said it was so good. I Again, wasn't listening she to wasn't you. Listening. I'm like, what else, is, <laughs> what else is fucking new with this bitch? What else is new? Yeah, I wasn't listening. Fine, I'll be Elo- Elo- Enola. Enola? Enola. I keep wanting to put an L. Enola Holmes. And I have Hello Pitted. It's an apricot wheat ale by Liquid Gravity. Wheat. It's actually good. I like it. ASMR. Hey. ASMR. I was like, girl, stop. ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> that will be our new side gig. Send us, you know, five bucks a month and we'll make an ASMR video just for you. <laughs> Contact That's us at do. sishoodpod at gmail.com. <laughs> all we do is drink it and then we're like, ASMR, ASMR. <laughs> So yeah, it was my week, and I think I picked a really good book. I loved it. What did you think? <laughs> You're like looking at me. I enjoyed it. Oh my god. <laughs> um, bitch, this bitch. No, I liked it. I, I, I did like it, and I enjoyed it, and I need to get the other ones. Yes, yeah, so I have this one. And as soon as I finished it, I bought the second one. Oh, you did? <laughs> so I have them both. Wait, did you have it? Did you own this book already or did you just buy it? I just bought it. Oh, okay. Sorry, I dog-eared it a little oh, no. bit. I can see that. I see <laughs> this one and that one. Oh my god, this one like, never came off. There's like all of these dog ears. I let her borrow my fucking book, guys. <laughs> and she doesn't use a fucking bookmark. I She I'm, dog-eared it. What kind of no, fucking no, no, book no, no, no. lover I does that? I used a bookmark, but things that I wanted to like write down and mention. Scrap paper? I dog-eared it because I didn't have any like it's post-its on me. It's not even her me. fucking book. It's not even her fucking book. I thought it was. I didn't know. I didn't know you had just bought it. I thought it was just one you already had. I thought you had found it and you just wanted to read it. (laughs) So I'm looking for a new co-host. Whatever. (laughs) I would like to apply. It's been well left. I did not know. You bought this new? Yeah. Like recently? Yeah. I don't use a dust cover because it gets in the way when it's in my backpack. Well, I don't feel bad because you have pen marks on the cover, so. I hate you so much. (laughs) All right, well, tell the people what it is. Send me your resume and I may hire you to be my co-host. Whatever. So the book I chose <laughs> so lovingly and actually researched and was like, you know what, I'm going to buy this because it seems really good, was One of Us is Lying by Karen 
McManus. Um, I really like the cover because I love their design is like school photos, but the faces are cut out. So that you're like, ooh, mystery. And I was like, yes. So it says, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Pay close attention and you might solve this. One. Oh, just kidding. It doesn't say one. <laughs> you're, you can't give me a bitch towel. You just threatened to fire me and have people apply to replace me. So I think that counts as a bitch tally. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, play close attention and you might solve this. On Monday afternoon, five students at Bayview High walked into detention. Bronwyn, the brain, is yellbound and never breaks a rule. Addie, the beauty, is the picture-perfect homecoming princess. Nate, the criminal, is already on probation for dealing. And Cooper, the athlete, is the all-star baseball pitcher. And Simon, the outcast, is the creator of Bayview High's notorious gossip app. Only Simon never makes it out of the classroom before the end of detention. Simon's dead, and according to investigators... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why I keep laughing. Um... And according to investigators, his death wasn't an accident. On Monday, he died. But on Tuesday, he'd planned to post juicy reveals about all four of his high-profile classmates, which makes all four of them suspects in his murder. Or are they just the perfect patsies for a killer who's still on the loose? Everyone has a secret, right? What really matters is how far you would go to protect them. I'm glad you took... Okay, when she gave me this book, she didn't even have the dust cover on it for... I didn't want her to have any... Clue. Clue. Which I'm glad you didn't... You did do it, I'm sorry. I'm glad you did do it because I had no idea at all. (laughs) Yeah. Because it kind of gave... It gives it all away. I kind of wish it didn't, like, in the... uh, Synopsis. I wish it didn't say that because... Telling us about Simon. Because when I read it, I was like... No, this is not happening. This yeah. is not happening. Yeah. This is happening. This is real. Oh my god, this happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we're doing, for our tallies, and we were doing uh, bitch tallies for myself and Kaylin. We changed the y'all tallies to um, anyways, and you said anyways twice already. Ugh. And me explaining that does not count. God, I'm going to have so many anyways tallies. That one doesn't count either. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm glad you took it. So, I'm like... Right. Because I bought the book and we shared it where normally we get our books individually. And I was like, I gave it to her and she's like, where's the dust cover? And I was like, oh, it's at home. Because I was like, I don't want you to have any any clues because it it tells everything, like just looking at it. Yeah. So, I was like, get rid of this. (laughs) I could picture you just like... I was like, hide this shit from her and... Go read 100% no idea. So. I liked it. I But I like a good um, mystery book mm-hmm. where I try to figure it out. This one was hard, though. I could not figure it out. Yeah, this one I honestly did not guess mm-hmm. um, until... It's not even that I guessed it. It's just that I was, like, opening it and I open to the wrong page and I started reading and I was like oh my god giant spoilers and I shut the book real quick and I was like well fuck now that I know that's happening that is the worst luck I was like shit now that I know that's happening um when is this gonna pop up (laughs) how do you just open the book to write where you know because like I said I'm watching the little kids one of them 
moved my bookmark. Uh, so I didn't realize it was on the wrong page. And it was on a page where it, like... It was a major thing. A major, major spoiler. And I was like, oh, God, not ready. <laughs> the first chapter alone, I wonder if you got this feeling, but in the first, um, like, the beginning few chapter um, pages, I'm sorry, few pages, mm-hmm. it reminded me of Scream, like the OG yeah. Scream. So when I... The movie Scream. Sorry. Obviously, you didn't um, have the dust cover. So when I read the synopsis from the desk cover, I was like, is this like a breakfast club? Yeah, that too. I had like breakfast club vibes. And then when I was reading it, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of like scream vibes too. And I was like, what is happening? Um, I, would, I was thinking that too. I was like, first I got the scream vibes. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like a breakfast club kind of thing. Because the way they're describing the kids and how they're all in detention and and they have their own. It's not as cheerful. Their nickname for them is not as cheerful as the Breakfast Club. Uh, truth. <laughs> or nice, I guess. What is the murder? The the Bay. The Bayview murders. The Bayview Bay Four. Four. Bayview Four. Because their high school is called the Bayview, and I think yeah. they're in San Diego, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they call themselves the Murder Club. Yeah, and I was like, that's hilarious. My kind of humor, I'd probably say something like that. I thought the same thing too. If it, I was like, if we were being accused of murder, I'd probably be like, well, we're joining the murder club. Be careful, you might be next. Right? Don't piss me off, or we'll find out your allergy. <laughs> I also wrote down, I was like, I'm so glad you took the test cover because I wrote down, damn, already someone dying? Simon? <laughs> right. I was like, what the hell? What the fuck? There's a kid dying already. So, the first chapter, Simon dies. Okay? Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Rewind. That's my rewind voice, apparently. Whatever. How would you make that noise? I don't know. Yeah, we're done with that. <laughs> Anyways. Dang that, damn it. Um, so... It starts off with the kids walking in to detention, and it's Simon walking in with Bronwyn. And they're both, like, super smart friends. Not friends. Um, super smart in, like, AP stuff, but they're not friends. And then they go in, and Simon's like, oh, I don't have my water cup. And they're like, just drink from the fucking tap. And so he gets the water from the tap, and then he doesn't drink it, and he just keeps talking and walking around. And I was like... Drink your fucking water. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, God. And then the accident happens. There's a car accident out there that happens, and everyone looks over there. And then the teacher leaves. Mm-hmm. And then the five people are in there. And then Simon says some, like, mysterious one-liner. I forgot to write it down. Before he drinks the fucking water, air quotes, water. And then he fucking falls on the floor and dies. And goes into anaphylactic shock. And I was just like, is no one questioning the fucking car Car crash? Yeah. Like, the police didn't even bring that up at all. It's like, they distracted everyone. That should be a part of the thing. And it says in there, because they were all watching it happen, it says in there that the two cars that crashed, they just took off. They didn't even talk. They didn't even get out to talk to each other or anything. And I thought that was weird. I'm like, okay, I get it's an accident, but it's probably a simple fender bender. 
But I agree. I'm like, how come no one ever brought up the accident that happened at school? And how weird it was that they hit each other and just took off. Oh, yeah. So, here it is. He goes, he makes a joke of them being the breakfast club. And Bronwyn goes, okay, then what are you, Simon? And he goes, oh, I'm the omniscient narrator. And she's like, there's no such thing in teen movies. He's like, ah, but Bronwyn, there is such a thing in life. And then he drinks the water and he goes, this tastes like crap. And then he drops to the floor and goes into anaphylactic shock. And I was like, that's a bit dramatic, (laughs) Simon. Now that I finished the book and if I were to go back and reread it, there's a lot of foreshadowing. Yeah. I didn't catch on. I didn't catch on, but I found some things very suspicious. Yeah. Like him saying that, I was like, okay, what, something's going to happen. And then the car accident was weird. Uh, and the phone thing, mm-hmm. no one questioned the phones. And it's like, how is that? Not a thing. Yeah. Honestly, it, so it goes, he takes a drink of his water and he falls on the ground and he starts going into anaphylactic shock. And Nate, the criminal, is like, where's your fucking EpiPen? Where's your EpiPen? And he says it looks like Simon um, is trying to speak and is, like, trying to tell him where his pen is. Like, he wants to be saved, but they can't find his pen. So one of the guys, I can't believe I'm forgetting the other guy's name. Cooper. Cooper runs all the way to the nurse's office to look because there's supposed to be extra EpiPens and all of them are gone. And the kid, fucking Simon, dies on his way to the hospital because he couldn't get it at all. And... The teachers are just like, um, okay, what an unfortunate accident. Go home, kids. Enjoy. See you at school tomorrow. And I was like, uh... School should be canceled? <laughs> that should not... They should not be leaving right now. They just watched a kid die. And you're just like, okay, drive home. Be safe. See you later. They just witnessed a traumatic event. Uh, they're all minors. Are you going to call their parents? Are you going to offer them support? Are you going to have them talk to someone? Like, what the fuck? Okay, bye. That's how the book starts. It's just like right off the beginning, bam, kid dies. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right off the bat, I was like, okay, damn, we're going to do this. Right? I was like, shit, okay. And I think in the majority of the book, we are going back and forth between POVs of the four, well, now they're suspects, of the four suspects. The Bayview Four. Yeah. Who are Bronwyn, Addie, Cooper, and Nate. Yeah. And Addie is, her, her title is more like the popular girl, I think, at the mm-hmm. time. And then Cooper is the jock. Nate, like Kaylin said, is the criminal. And Bronwyn is the brains. Yeah. So throughout this book, we're going back and forth um, through all their narratives about what happened during, what happened before, what happened after what their secret is yeah, that he was about secret. to post yeah because did we mention that that simon had a it's remember. in the synopsis oh yeah it's in the synopsis so in the synopsis yeah he simon had his vlog vlog his app his app that would tell everyone secrets and it which just kind of sucked because that's an asshole thing to do mm-hmm. because you'd be scared i keep saying because a lot you know, I wouldn't want to go to high school having someone watch me right. and be afraid they're going to tell my secrets. And also, you're a teenager. You're supposed to fuck up and make mistakes. Truth. I feel like today's generation, I feel so old saying that. Because, like, ours, we had cell phones, but they weren't as advanced. They weren't. So it's not as 
bad it is now like for the kids now it's so hard for them and like some of my friends have kids who are in like middle school and the shit like that's going on on these apps i'm just like i'm so glad i didn't have to deal with that at your age like i feel like it's ridiculous we had t9 (laughs) right i'm like hold on i got a t9 hi give me a second h i our games were snake oh my god i forgot about the snake and when you had a music ringtone you're like i bought this dollar 99 i lime wired this <laughs> for legal reasons that's a joke <laughs> or remember you get your phone shh, shh, and you play the radio right and you record yes. it man kids nowadays don't know how hard it was back oh, then God. and it was dial up to even get online so it took forever what was it always it was like a little dial tone anyways Back to the subject. Great times, great times way back then. And then the AIM messengers. Whoop. And when you had a sidekick, you know, that like flipped open like that. I was never It was the coolest shit. So I got one in high school. Mm -hmm. I had it for two weeks, but because we go to fucking shitty ass school, (laughs) someone stole it out of my backpack during lunch. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I was like, thanks high school i'm not gonna name names because i don't want you know the board to come out there or anything <laughs> thanks high school we'll call you bayview no, okay. right thanks bayview um for having my shit stolen so yeah i had it for two weeks and i thought i was the coolest person and then and someone knocked you down <laughs> someone stole it so then i went to a freaking hot pink razor remember when those were the thing oh i loved that you were the shit if you had the little razor flip phone i think i had one Pink was my favorite color, so I was like, oh, so cool. Freshman year, I had to share a cell phone with my sister. We didn't really do much on it. No. We didn't do anything with it. Uh, memories. Um, Reading about a, a murder in a high school takes us back. <laughs> right? God. As if we lived it. Um, so he created the app, and he never used actual names. He only did initials, and everything was true. Nothing was a lie, but I was like, Simon, that's not how you get people to like you. And even then, he, they said he they'd let him sit with the popular kids because they were afraid of him, but they wouldn't actually like talk to him or be nice to him or friend him. And I was like, oh, poor Simon. That's sad. It's like this poor kid. I mean, it's a douche move to publish everyone's shit, but it's a sad life for you guys. It is really sad. Simon struggled. So yeah, what's your next thing? Um, I was gonna say. I liked a little tidbit in the book, how they included the um, the title of the book in the subject, like in, in the yeah. actual book itself. I thought that was ooh, like a clever little boop twist. I don't know why. I'm like one of those who loves like when the title of the book or the show or like the movie is it's like tied in, is tied into it, and then like is brought out. I'm just like I don't know why I love this so much, but I do. <laughs> Uh, it was Bronwyn. She was Bronwyn was talking, and she was like, she's trying to figure it out, and she was like, "One of us is lying." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ooh, girl, you have no clue." Addie, I want to talk about Addie. Okay. Addie is a sweet girl. She is was at the time in the book when the book first started. She was dating a douchebag. His name is Jake. Jake. And he's your typical jock guy, too. Oh, I can't remember, football or baseball? Like, one of them. 
he's football because Cooper was, was baseball. baseball. They were like the opposite of each other. Yeah. And but they're best friends. Yeah. Um, Cooper and Jake are best friends. Addie's dating Jake, Jake, who's friends with Cooper. And then Bronwyn and Nate are kind of outsiders. And Nate is definitely like an outsider. Outside. Nate sells drugs. And he lives on the wrong side of the tracks. His mom is bipolar and left when he was little. His, His dad's a drunk. Dad's a drunk. So he like just is by himself. He has no friends. He just sells drugs to make money to like cover for stuff. Bronwyn's the rich girl. That hangs out with the nerds. That hangs out with the nerds. And, and even though Addie and Cooper hang with the same crowd, they really don't communicate or... Yeah. So they, you, neither of them knew they were going to detention together. Yeah. Even oh, though they God. hang out with the same groups, uh, crowds and they... Uh, he was dating uh, Keely. Cooper was dating yeah. Keely, and I think at least they were. Addie and Keely were like friends, quote unquote friends. Yeah, but like it's these all these people who are connected but not connected at the same time. Yeah. But at first, Addie was bugging me because I could tell she didn't know herself. She yeah. really didn't have a personality, and she just did whatever her boyfriend wanted her to do. I'd say it annoyed me when he had her change. Mm-hmm. into a skimpier tighter outfit to go to. to a cold ass beach and she did it no question i was like addy mm-hmm. no yep i know you're 17 16 17 but no this is not okay and you just learned that he's very controlling very controlling and addy has an older sister named ashton who sees a lot of this and she doesn't like jake no and her sister's smart because she's been through this and she knows this and their mom is not like a great mom either she's kind of like always remarrying so her mom was i believe a pageant queen also like addy was um but addy was always second runner-up she wasn't the winner addy's mom was always like the only thing that matters is you have to be cute you have to be pretty you need to be super cute and pretty to get a man and she put that view on her kids and was always in a relationship she was never really single so they felt like their worth came from their looks while Addie's sister is in the middle of her second year of marriage Mm -hmm. but you can see it's not going that great because she spends a lot of time at the house with Addie and them and then after a while you find out that they're separated and her husband cheated on her you're just like oh shit and so then Addie starts to stand up for herself and I was like power to you Addie which I was glad I was like about time cut your fucking hair dye it do it girl that's Addie's story kind of her secret was that she cheated on her boyfriend Jake while he was gone for the summer which we all know we can't blame her because her boyfriend's a jackass. Yeah, he was crazy controlling. And then we'll move to... We'll just go through all four of them. Yeah. So we covered Nate. His secret we was that he's a drug dealer, which isn't even a secret, and he's on probation. And he's upfront with a lot of his shit. Yeah. Except his mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His mom, he tells everyone his mom died because she just left. The cops said there was an accident and that they thought she died. They never, like, really had a funeral or anything because they couldn't find her body or whatever. So he just assumed she died and just told everyone that when he was in, like, fifth or sixth grade or something. Turns out she's actually alive and she shows back up. Um, That was his secret. Uh, Cooper's secret 
that they posted originally was that he was on steroids, which was a complete lie. Which um, I was surprised. <laughs> like, it legit was a complete lie. With the way they're showing, because he did improve drastically in his pitching and his game and stuff. Yeah, I'm like all throwing it. And I was like, how the fuck did you do that so much? He went from, you know, you increased four to five miles per hour over the summer. Like, how how did you do that without steroids? Like, are you sure it's a lie? Well, come to find out, his dad was making him hold back on his pitching on purpose so he could all of a sudden be like a great pitcher. And look how that turned out. I'm like, is it smart or not smart? Right? Don't know. But his real secret, which was an encrypted file on Simon's thing, that his co-conspirator, which we will get to later on, made him change, um, is that Cooper is gay. And... And I did not see that coming. Had a boyfriend. Because they hint throughout that he obviously had a different secret because yeah. he would still... He had a girlfriend named Keely that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. And then he would be texting somebody or calling someone or seeing someone like, hey, I'll see you later tonight secretly. Right. And it's and their name was Chris, Chris with a K. So I was like, oh, it's a girl. He's like cheating on her with some other girl. Which is a smart play on the author because... Chris is a name that could be intersex, interchangeable. Yeah. For anybody. Mm-hmm. So, but then boo on me because I just assumed it was a girl. Mm-hmm. But I did not see that coming. I was like, but I had a feeling. I knew, I had knew he knew something. But I was surprised it wasn't the steroids. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he's cheating, whatever. But I did not see it coming that he was gay. Yeah. And then, which is a big thing because he was looking at being drafted into the MLB and colleges and stuff. And then when it came out, not that he is a suspect for murder or that he's possibly taking steroids. No, the offer still came in when that. But when it came out that he was gay because he was outed by the police, the police outed him, um, all of a sudden, everyone withdrew their offers and stopped talking to him. And a news reporter was doing coverage of this. And he's like a national news reporter and he was doing coverage. And at first he was blaming the kids. And he's like, one of them did it. One of them killed him. Like, da, 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 da. And the next week after he finds out that the police outed Chris, not Chris, (laughs) Cooper, he was pissed. The news reporter attacked Bayview police for mishandling it, for like doing this. And he's like, that is not okay. Like, you, you shouldn't be outing children at all at all and the kids say like oh we forgot that the reporter is also gay and he was (coughs) forcefully outed by like tmz or something and that's why he took it so strongly the reporter's name is mikhail powers oh yeah mikhail powers mikhail powers so i was like i like mikhail powers you take down this corruption so yeah, that is Cooper, and the only one left is Bronwyn. Bronwyn. Our brain. Genius, our brain. Our brain, Bronwyn. So you would think, you would think she's squeaky clean, which to her defense. She only has one fucking secret. Like, and it's, Yeah, she has one fucking secret, and like she really is squeaky clean. And um, her family, it's tradition, like her parents went, her grandfather went, like everyone goes to Yale 
her parents went to Yale, they met at Yale, and they got married and had kids. Her grandfather, her grandfather, and before that, they all went to Yale. So her, it's her, you know, she wants to go to Yale too. It's not only her dream, but it's also tradition that she goes to Yale. So she was taking a chemistry class. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, no, not even be- before that. What? So her whole family is go to Yale. Her dad is... So he's... He owns a business or something? I couldn't remember. Right, but first... His dad's either first or second generation. He came over at 10. Yeah, so he moved over at 10. I don't know. Is that first generation? First generation? She's first generation American. Now. Okay. So he moved. He came over here at 10 from... What was it? Columbia? Columbia. It was Columbia. Yeah, from Columbia and went to Yale and stuff. So he's just really on her to like be the best and be perfect and like do her best while her younger sister had leukemia Mm -hmm. and was sick for most of her childhood and so because that right because of that she's only a year younger than Bronwyn but she's two class years below her because she couldn't keep up which so, makes sense because she was fighting for her life. Yeah, so Bronwyn says like she always had to be perfect and do extra good to help her parents because the sister was so sick and she didn't want that pressure for the sisters. So she felt the need to like join all of the clubs and all the activities and do all the stuff because her sister couldn't do it. And like be the best and go to Yale and stuff. So then she was taking the chemistry class. She was failing it. <laughs> failing it and one day she was studying and the teacher left and he left the thing open and she stole all of the notes and test answers and miraculously miraculously oh my god (laughs) miraculously you know you know what we're trying to say people (laughs) all of a sudden out of nowhere she did great she aced the class and that's her only fucking secret and somehow Simon knew and he saved it from a year ago. And so Simon dies. And these four kids, these four children, are basically the only people who are actually doing a real investigation into his death. Because the police are just like, well, it's one of these four and that's it. Or and it's that, all four of them doing it together. And a lot of people in the book made up some really great points. Like, not only were the kids, like... Broadwin especially was like, okay, isn't it suspicious that they're just looking at us? But technically, there was other people in the room, like Simon himself, the victim, and then the teacher, and then the car accident. Like, isn't it weird? And then she brings up the phone. She's like, we never, no one discussed the phones either. Yeah, because that's how they all got detention, was cell phones were planted and when in their the, backpacks and it really would make me mad when the detectives like i understand the detectives are doing their job but when they're interviewing these kids i'm like you just assume it's either a one of them or all four of them they're just looking at and half the time they don't even have the parents there yeah yeah they're just taking them and i'm like you guys are just looking at the box like i'm not a detective and i don't know but maybe look outside of it too right and that doesn't look good on them, that they just mm-hmm. I don't know. focused on those four and ignored everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. So, where were we? Where oh, were yeah. We? So, their cell phones got hidden. He died. No one does anything. These four are the only ones basically doing the real investigation. So, they find out. And in my opinion, it took, it's, 
It took them forever to finally, like, work together, in my opinion. I think it's because they were just trusting that the police would actually do their fucking job. That's a good point, yeah. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. Because you are, they are, like, 17. Other than Nate, they're all fucking kind of rich kids who had lawyers and told them to, like, basically just shut up and go to school, don't talk about it, act like nothing ever happened. Yeah. That's a good point. So, and they told them not to talk to each other. So I think that's part of it. They're just too trusting. And then they realized the police aren't doing shit. So they're like, fuck it. We're going to have a murder club. I loved it. I loved it when they finally, like, and all four came together. Meet up in abandoned houses and solve this. And so... Abandoned houses. <laughs> yeah. They got together and they started doing stuff. And you realize each one had little tidbits of information that once brought together actually kind of helped solve the case but no one knew because no one fucking shared it together yeah so then they find out that simon was on all of these sites sites that were pro school shootings and stuff mm-hmm. and he would make comments um so he's like oh i want to take out all these lemmings and do it in a unique and creative way that's never been done before. Oh my god, pretentious. Um, Did you say pretentious? Yeah. I know, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh my god, of course you would. So, He's so desperate for something. Yeah, he dies, and then a week later, a Tumblr page starts posting stuff about the murder and like, the investigation and Simon's stuff and everyone's like what the fuck and someone in it the Tumblr person's like yeah it wasn't an accident I murdered him and you're just like oh my god what's going on so Simon obviously has a co-conspirator and a lot of the time you're sitting here trying to figure out who it is like who would help Mm -hmm. him or not even help Simon Simon's dead. Who helped Simon's murderer? Or who is Simon's murderer? Mm-hmm. I'm already giving away spoilers by accident. My bad, guys. <laughs> so, Sai... Uh, I would like to say I didn't believe it was our four people at all. I had faith in them. Yeah, I didn't think it was them either. Um, so, the Tumblr p- person keeps posting stuff, and they try to figure out who it is. Well, one of the Tumblr posts posts about a incident of where the four of them were together and they saw one of the detectives eating a box of donuts and the people were like the four of them together were like wait that never happened everything else that's been posted has been totally true as if they're in on the investigation but this thing never happened and Addie goes I I made that story up and I told it to Jake it was a lie I told Jake and they're like oh my god Jake's and I felt, so, I felt so stupid because, like, I saw her tell that lie. I saw her. I read her tell it lie. And then the Tumblr post, like, posted it. I was like, duh. It, like, went right above my head. Like, way over yeah. my head. Yeah. She's uh, smart. Right. I, like, didn't even think Jake was in on it until then. And I was like, oh, my God. Jake so murdered him? I didn't think so either. I was like shit and i was like why would jake murder him and it turns out simon told jake addy cheated on him 
before it all went down. And so he promised Jake that they would pin Addie for Simon's murder. And that's why Jake went along with it. And I was like, I knew I didn't like that fucker for a reason. All because cause he's such a controlling person. But he also just wanted to get revenge on her for cheating on him. For mm-hmm. che- she, he, he wanted to get revenge on her for cheating on the perfect boyfriend. Yeah. It's like, you're fucking psycho, dude. You're 17. Oh, well, she shouldn't move on with your life. <laughs> right? Crazy. Like, I love how her sister, Addie's sister, Ashton. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. no, right. I'll get to that a moment later. Yeah. So then we also find out, oh, God, what's, that, what's, it, what's Simon's only friend's name? Oh, Janae. Janae. So we find out Janae. Simon's only friend. <laughs> Simon's literally only friend. Um, is who they were looking at originally. And I was like, yeah, it's totally Janae. She's in on it. She was so, totally suspicious. Yeah. Addie goes to talk to Janae and be like, yo, what's going on? And Janae confronts, confirms that it's Jake. Jake's in on it. She's like, I refuse to help Simon mm-hmm. kill himself. And they're like, oh, my God, Simon killed himself. And Jake shows up as she's there. And so Addie's trying to hide, and her fucking cell phone goes off on her special ringtone, super loud. And Jake goes, Addie? Okay. I'd like to make a comment. Why is it that whenever people go anywhere, why can't they remember to turn their phone off on silent? Let's be honest. I don't think my phone's been on loud since I was like... 15. As Alyssa turns it off right now. <laughs> I turn it off right now. Uh, okay, in my defense, I can't hear it. But if I'm going somewhere and I find someone suspicious, like if I was Addie and I thought Janae was in on it and I want to like secretly record her or she might kill me, like I don't know what the fuck she's going to do. Like I would keep that shit on silent in case I need to like call for help. Right? Anyways, continue. Sorry. So it goes off. Jake obviously knows it's her because it's her fucking ringtone. And he goes after her, so she runs into the forest, and he literally is trying to murder her. I was shocked by that. I, I was really like, was. oh my god. Posting the Tumblr things is one thing. Knowing Simon's going to kill himself and frame everyone is one thing. Mm-hmm. But actually trying to murder... Like, chase her down in the fucking... And strangle her yeah. in the woods is he a completely like, different thing. He kind of oh beat god. her up a little bit, too. Yeah. Because she was fighting, obviously. Luckily, Psychopath. luckily, Addie had Cooper drive her there. And he saw Jake go in and then her and Jake run out. So he went after her and he saved her. And Jake got arrested and all that stuff went down. And it turned out Janae had a like manifesto Simon wrote that basically yeah. states how he conned everyone for a year because he planned for this to go on for a year he conned everyone for a year into thinking these four innocent children murdered him but really it was his own way because he was de- depressed because he was depressed of sticking it to the man and then killing himself so he drank a cup full of peanut oil mm-hmm. to kill himself and Nate says, even then, he's like, I honestly think once he did it, he regretted his decision immediately. It yeah. did not look like he wanted to die. Right. It looked like he regretted doing this, and he wished he could reverse it. And I was like, that's so sad. And Jake came into play 
because he found out because Jake and Simon used to be friends. Like these are all people that have like Known grown up together and know each other and they used to be really close. And he found the Tumblr post and Jake went along with it as long as Addie was the one that was going to go to jail for it. Yeah. But in mistake, Janae had pointed the finger towards more like... The, the fingers it were pointed wasn't... toward the four, but they then they precisely pointed one towards Nate. So instead of Addie, it was Nate. And Jake was upset about that. Yeah. And that's why he went to Janae's house in the first place to be like, what the fuck? It was supposed to be Addie. Like, complete psychopath. Just because she cheated on him. Oh my god. Yeah, but Janae was taking it hard and Addie was the only person in the whole school who cared about her feelings and was like, I know you may, you may not believe this because, you know, of what's going on right now, yeah. i.e. everyone thinks she murdered your BFF, <laughs> um, but I'm here if you ever want to talk and I'm sorry you're going through this and like this and that and she's the only person that cared and like, yeah, talked to her and stuff and I was like, oh my god. They actually became friends and still remain towards the end of the book, friends. Yeah, so Janae was like, I can't frame Addie, she's my only friend. Like, yeah. already did enough fucked up shit. I can't frame her for murder, too. So she's like, let's do Nate because he never locks any of his shit and he's a drug dealer. So, oh, poor Nate. Damn. <laughs> I was like, oh. I can't remember who was the car accident people. Do you remember? So it was just some random kids from a different school that they paid? That Simon paid. Okay. And so she, Bronwyn, she is in Bronwyn. Uh, asked Cooper's friend whose brother or uncle or something is a mechanic to look into cars that got fixed that look like those cars around the same time and he got a name so she showed up at the school and the guy was like yeah I didn't think anything of it it was just a quick way to make enough money because they covered the damages and we made like a hundred bucks so it was like whatever me and my buddies did it and I didn't know what was going on until afterwards. And I saw his picture in the thing. And she's like, oh, my God, is it Jake? And she's like, is it this guy? And she pulls out a picture. Oh, I remember now. And he's like, no, it's the one who died. It's Simon. And she's like, oh, shit, he really did kill himself. There was a lawyer called Eli Klenfolter. Klenf- I don't know. It's a really Eli. hard last name. It's Eli. We'll call him Eli. And he's a lawyer. And he's part of this pro bono um law firm law firm thank you and it's called until proven it's called until proven and bronwyn was trying to hook him up with nate but nate didn't want anything to do with it nate's like whatever i don't need help um i liked him because he was the only smart one because he was trying Mm -hmm. to reach out to kids because he really cared about them and he was like it's just suspicious like no one's checking about the accident that's weird and then they're all focusing on you but they're not even thinking about you know, what about the teacher and what about Simon himself? Like, no one's thinking about that. I liked him. He was a good guy. And then come to find out later, him and Ashton, mm-hmm. Addie's sister, become a thing. Which I was really happy about. I like that. I shipped them. She needed a new, nice new guy. Oh, shit. I was going to say something about Ashton earlier. I liked Ashton's character because she really saw what was happening with Addie because she didn't like Jake and she saw how controlling he was and Addie just went along with anything and their mother was the type that like, oh, you're not smart, you're not this, you're not that, you're beautiful, so stick with the guy that's going to like, woo, be with you forever and blah, blah, blah and pay for everything, you know. Mm -hmm. 
And, um, oh, we never, we should touch in that Bronwyn and Nate, oh, yeah. the nerd and the bad boy, started dating. I really loved how their relationship developed throughout the book. Yeah. I enjoyed it, and I was hoping for them to be together at the end, and they were. And, and then they broke up. But then they got back together. For a while, and I was like, oh my god, Nate, get your shit together and date her again. He, it didn't make sense. He had, you know, trouble. Um, there was this one funny part. I wrote it down because it was funny. Um, where Nate and Bronwyn, because, you know, they would stay up talking through the night or like texting. On burner phones On because burner they're not phones. allowed to talk to each other. So it's his his drug dealing burner yeah. phones that haven't been used yet. Or they would meet secretly. You know, this is prior to them becoming like a couple, but it started off as a friendship and then it was developing even more. Mm-hmm. But. He took her to, like, this, like, they got away from the school because then more reporters started coming, so they'd have to sneak away from the school. And he took her to this point, I can't remember, it's, like, high up, where, like, people go to, like, hook up and make out. It's basically Lover's Lane. Yeah. And they were, like, talking and stuff, and at one point she's like, wait, I'm here with Nate. Could he have been the killer? Is he the killer? Because he, like, mentioned something. And she's like, wait, are you going to kill me? And he and I like how he's like I solemnly swear not to murder you today or at any point or at any point in the future. Deal. And then she like didn't say anything back, and he's like, "You still haven't said you're not gonna murder me." <laughs> I love that part. I love it too. He was like, um, "Are you gonna tell me you're not gonna murder me ever?" Like, come on now. In the end, our four were vindicated, and yeah. and it only took um a month. Because it happened in September, right? Yeah. Actually, the book's right in front of us, so I can just look. <laughs> yeah, so the day it happened was September 24th. And, oh, what's for the next book? Let's don't epilogue it. Epilogue. <laughs> don't epilogue. You don't epilogue. Oh, and, okay, November, November 17th. 17th. She couldn't ride her bike. Yeah, November 16th, I think, technically... technically it all ended. It all ended. Okay. So it took like a little month and a half. September, October, yeah. Um, it took him a month and a half compared to his year of messing up their life. And I was like, well, look at that. Four kids solved it in a month and a half. And it was a happy ending for them. Cooper still was with his boyfriend, Chris, which I was happy about that. And he went to Cal State. And he was getting offers again. He went to the one college. Oh, I thought that was sweet. Because, yeah. They didn't back out they after didn't. finding out he was gay. Yeah, they didn't back out after finding out he was gay. And the news reporter guy called all of the Major League Baseball teams and the colleges out for rescinding the offer and called them all basically homophobic. And I was like, yes, call them on their shit. Because it's true. I mean, when he was accused of murder, they were still bringing in the offers. But when then he was when accused he... of using steroids, still, still getting offers. offers. But then, no, when he was gay. Yeah. So he went, he went, and I thought that was very sweet that he did that. He went to the one school that stuck by him and didn't, didn't pull back after they found out he was gay. Yeah. And, um, Bronwyn and Nate are together. Bronwyn made it to Yale. Yay. Um, Addie's working at a friend's family restaurant, you know, trying to figure Taking a year off. Yeah. Which makes sense after everything that she's been through and like, she was just following. Nate got a legit legal job and is going to. Like he works for college. a con- yeah, he works for a construction company and going to community college for business. Mm-hmm. Is that all of them? 
Yeah. And then Ashton ended up with that lawyer, Eli. And Addie and Ashton moved in together. Addie and Ashton moved in together because their mom's a bitch. And then... Oh, and Maeve is... Did we ever mention Maeve? The sister? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maeve... We just didn't say her name. She's the one who had leukemia. Yeah, and she's Bronwyn's sister. Cause I guess, she's still in high school because, like we said, she's younger. And she's doing well, so yay. And then... Book's I, over and there's a book two. Yeah, I think the book two, because book one has... Is around Maeve and I think really? their age group, yeah. Okay, I had a feeling Maeve would come back. Yeah. Maeve's smart, too. She's not stupid. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited. That's it. We did it. <laughs> we made it. Go team. So for our bitch tallies, I have none because I'm a saint. Ugh. Bitch tally right there. Kaylin has one as per usual. And our anyways oh is three. God. And they're all you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you said anyways like twice. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> That's it. From... You don't Sherlock have and Watson. You need your own names. I didn't think about it. Oh my God. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Insta, TikTok, and Twitter at SishoodPod. And we're also on this app called Good Pods. You can follow us there at SishoodPod as well. Or feel free to email us at SishoodPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.